What up, folks? Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of The Flow Up. It's your girl, Jarrell Simpson here. Welcome back. And if this is your first time listening, hello, what up? We cool now, me and you, we, we here. <laughs> I am Jarrell Simpson. I am a yoga and Reiki practitioner, tarot reader, wife, mom of three, and seeker of all things healing, self-healing, and community healing practices. That is my jam, and that is the flow-up. This is a space for inner exploration, so I think we on the same vibe. I think you're gonna like it here. I really do. Um, welcome to episode number 15. Okay, number 15. What is spiritual sex? What is that, right? What is that? What do you mean? Words mean things. What is spiritual sex? I have a very special guest on this episode. None other than the one and only Miss Maisha Kalfani. And uh, we have a really good conversation. I met her on Clubhouse. We connected. I love the rooms that she was hosting. She is a sensual alchemist. So she really breaks down the alchemy of sensuality and inner divine feminine energy and sex and sex magic and all the things that we as women um, are into right now and connecting with i just knew that um she was the person to talk to when it comes to um this this spiritual thing and i know you guys are probably thinking like why is every topic lately about sex like um ain't you married like are you good <laughs> like what's going on over there and i everything is good okay we are good over here in fact that is the reason why i'm having these conversations because during the pandemic uh, my husband and i got a lot of time in in the house and you know people been having pandemic babies left and right uh, we had just had a baby at the brink of the pandemic so that was definitely not on the table for us but it was this time that we had to kind of go inward with each other and kind of explore our own sensuality all over again after being married for eight years I mean I'm sorry look when you get married so long you would be like 8 10 11 12 I don't know 11 years uh, being together for like 15 years so we've been really kind of trying to figure out how uh, we can show each other that we are still uh, pleased and aroused by each other and how much we appreciate each other and how much we're still excited up from uh, being around one another even after all this time um, and it's not work but it is something that you have to be mindful of because We've been going through recent transitions last year with uh, buying our new home and moving and things have just kind of been icky and sticky and trying to like find its way back into its normal groove. And so um, without driving each other crazy, we kind of leaned in into love, you know what I'm saying? On some Diddy love stuff, okay? We just leaned into love and leaned into, okay, what, what else can we do? And we kind of went down this journey and it's been really exciting and I want to talk more about I am going to have my husband on an episode. Okay, you heard it here first. I'm going to have my husband here on another episode so I can talk to you a little bit more about it because I don't really, <laughs> I'm still kind of shy about uh, sharing. So with him being here, I'll know that, you know, it's still his business and it's our business. So making sure that we're both comfortable with what we're sharing. But y'all, I think, I think I got some, there's some keys out here. There's some keys out here that can really help uh, especially black couples out because 
we be dealing with so much and um, it affects our relationship and it can trickle down into that. So um, just talking about the tools and the ways to take care of yourself and your partner and making sure that your sensuality and your intimacy is protected um, is, is, is what I'm feeling right now. And I, and I hope that you are, um, going to be along with me for the ride. So I'm going to stop here and I'm going to get right into the interview and please enjoy this episode. Let me know what you think. Leave a rate and review on Apple podcasts. If you enjoyed the episode, I love to read reviews and I'd be happy to shout you out on a future episode. Um, and that's it. That's all without further ado. Episode 15. What is spiritual sex? I have none other Maisha Kelfani here with me and she is a sensual alchemist who is killing clubhouse y'all if you are not in her rooms the link is in the show notes so you can definitely get in there um she just has some amazing in powerful conversations about sensuality and connecting with your own feminine power and what that looks like, uh, which is why I had to have her on the flow up so we can get a little bit more into it. Maisha, welcome to the flow up. How are you? Hi, thank you. I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm good. Spring good. is coming. I feel the sun already. <laughs> yes. Listen, I'm in Chicago. So, and you're in New York. So you, we already know it's been cold and then all we need is a little 30 degrees. Yes. <laughs> That's all we need. So you're right. Everybody is out. You know, we we having a good time right now. Um, so let's dive in just to the conversation. I've been talking about intimacy and I not to make this a therapy session, but just as far as being married for a long time, we have come to a point where we definitely need to reconnect. And we've been exploring that a lot during the pandemic. And having that time to really uh, try out new things, um, open up, you know, conversations that we've never had before. And it's been it's been very interesting. But I noticed how there's a huge part of this that is just about me and just about my needs and how I need to connect with myself because my sexual experience just can't be always connected with him. And so um, I, I really enjoy things that you've said just about um, sensuality and connecting with yourself um, first. So can you talk a little bit about uh, the importance of knowing yourself outside of a partner or a sexual relationship? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there, there can't really be, to me, any true connection with anyone else unless you know yourself what tends to happen, especially with women is we are already like pre-programmed, predisposed to kind of lose ourselves in relationships. Mm. So if we're coming into something and we're not sure what we like, then what he likes becomes what we like, even if we don't like it. And then we think these are the things that we need to do. And then we find ourselves uncomfortable and not enjoying sex. I'm like, well, he really likes it. And so it's okay. But we're not having a good time with it. And our bodies were built to have a really, really good time with sex. That's why we have a clitoris. So it's important to me that we know our bodies so that we are coming into the equation as partners. And we're able to say, this is what I like. This is how I like to be touched, stroked, licked, all of that. And that helps give, like, 
men like maps, you know, that like, they, he's like, okay, he's clear on what he's doing. So he's not confused and trying to wander around places. It makes for a, a better experience for everybody. And we know, you know, they wander around, you know. Yeah. That is so <laughs> it's, you, you know them very well. That's another thing. You, you seem to know men very, very well. <laughs> um, because a lot of things that you say, my husband, I've heard him say in our conversations, uh, particularly to just tell me what to do, just you know, that's just how his brain is wired. And like you said, just giving me that map and, and I'll, and I'll do that. So um, I think that is really um, powerful. You talk about how sex is not all about orgasms. And so I I really, really love that. And I would love if you could share more. 95% of heterosexual men usually or always orgasm during partnered sexual activity compared to just 65% of heterosexual women. That speaks to just how easily we can fall lose ourselves into pleasing another man and, and just making it about him. Like I remember growing up, I didn't know a lot about sex, but I knew you shouldn't give a man blue balls. You know, if you, right, <laughs> if right. You, you know, that's, that's, you shouldn't do that to a man. And if you start something, you should finish it. Like that's, that's the messaging that I got at an early age and I didn't know anything about sex. So um, I definitely, these numbers make sense to me. Um, but going back to uh, sex, not being about orgasm, what is sex about? Sex is about pleasure. It is about connection. It is about intimacy. It is about sharing energy, healing, and orgasms are the byproduct of all of that. Mm. You can have fabulous sex, amazing sex, and not have an orgasm. And you can have really shitty sex and somebody have an orgasm, but you don't wanna do that again. You know, I mean, as women, we've done it like, yeah, it was all right, but not again. Like I just needed to get off and he's dead, dead too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all right, but I'm not, I won't call her. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. Right. And, but you, you had an orgasm. So yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not about the orgasm. That is so true. And I also experienced that as well before um, with trying to explain to my partner that I don't always necessarily have to have an orgasm I could have had just an amazing experience and I'm really good but for men I feel like it is a part of their ego to uh, make us climax and make us multiple climaxes and it's just like I don't mean that's that's what they've been taught that's the messaging they've been given first of all they've been taught that they give us orgasms which they don't not handing anything to you we can orgasm all by ourselves they just happen to be part again partnering with us at that time and so yes there's an orgasm they've been taught that they're supposed to come in know what to do know how to work a woman's body you know know how to make every single woman have an orgasm when we're all very different you know what we like what we don't like what turns us on what turns us off so there's no one way to do it and, and because of this pressure is one of the reasons so many of them turn to porn. They're trying to figure out what to do instead of having a conversation and asking the questions. And, and that's the wrong material. Very <laughs> wrong material. <laughs> that, that, that's going to lead you down the wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, hilarious. Um, I think it's also interesting, uh, the different things that 
affect our connection and our ability to go there and our ability to connect with ourselves um, and know what it is that we want. Um, I know you, <laughs> it was a funny uh, meme you put up saying that, um, what was it? If the pussy is dry, the bank is dry. <laughs> I love that because I understood like if, if my credit score took a hit or, you know, if something is financially stressing me out, like I just kind of ball up and I don't feel as open to kind of uh, be into my body because I'm all in my head sometimes. And mm -hmm. I know that I just have to get out and get into my body to be comfortable and to you know, enjoy my, the experience. But a lot of times if I'm stressed out about something, particularly with money, it's dry, like you said. <laughs> so uh, are there any remedies or what would you uh, advise for women that can relate to that experience? Yeah. So especially on the energetic level. So a lot of what I teach is, is so much on, on the energy and vibration of who we are as human beings and then how that energy and vibration uh, gets dense and comes down into this level where we create like the level of physical, the physical plane. Okay. So when a woman's pussy is dry, when she's not turned on by life, when she is not aroused, she can't create, you can't create, you got nothing. You got nothing. Your abundance is flat. You, your gratitude is gone. You're not turned on by anything that's happening in your life. And yes, when the money is, is low, because we operate on security in the physical plane, right? So that's the energetic on the physical plane. Deep embedded in us is still the need to survive. And that has simply translated into this modern time as, as cash, as money. And so when there isn't that on the table, when we don't have the resources that we need, then we're thinking in survival mode and we're also still not able to then feel embodied and get juiced up and feel aroused because there's a, there's a fear, there's a fear that's in our mind and that, that fear and that arousal aren't really able to live in the same space. Mm. How are you, how are we able to get out of that? How are we able to shake that off? So, literally. Literally what you just said, literally shaking, like literally shaking is actually an embodiment method that is used to regulate the nervous system and to release the energy that's starting to get stuck mm -hmm. in the body. That's like, that's starting to, to get tense, right? Um, baths work really well to help ground us so that we come back into the body. I always suggest just caressing your arms. Like don't go straight for your clit or your nipples. Cause you're, 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 you're thinking your brain is already in another space. And that might be, that might irritate you, mm. you know, further, you know, and for, and cause some anger. <laughs> so little things like just, um, you know, bath tea, just rubbing your own skin in a non-sexual way. Mm. Right. So that you're not thinking about sex, but you're thinking about, again, connection and just coming back into the body and connecting back into the body. I find that when I do that and start there, I naturally start getting a little like, oh, and you start feeling that feeling like I want a little bit more and then you're ready to go. But you start off with things that are non-sexual, but just allow you to feel connected and intimate with your own self. Love that. Love that. I, that's so interesting that you say actually shaking because that's just the impulse that I want to do, you know, to get something out. And um, I, I, um, 
I love it. I love it. I think that that's awesome. I take a lot of baths. Sometimes I take two baths a day. Hey. <laughs> and they're for hours long. So, I mean, I just, I love, I'm a cancer, so I love being in the water. Ah, yes. Um, it's just. And that's what family. animals do in the wild when they are attacked or afraid, they, they shake it off. Mm. So it doesn't get stuck in their body. We right. stop doing that. We actually shut down a lot of times. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, another one of the things that I wanted to um, explore more of was Tantra yoga. And I know you talk a lot about it, what it is, what it isn't. Um, how do I, um, how do, how can you explain Tantra yoga and, uh, basically what that is and what it looks like? Sure. It's so funny. That's the theme, uh, in my membership group this month. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, so Tantra, you'll hear people say Tantra or Tantra, you know, it's a, um, Tantra is, a it's, it is, the, it is a practice of yoga. It is a healing modality. It is a philosophy of life. Mm-hmm. It, it is centered around understanding that we and spirit are, are melded where so many other religions separate the physical from the spiritual. Right. In Tantra, it's understood that the physical is spiritual. Yes. And it is through the physical that, that, that spirit um, expresses itself and allows itself to enjoy what this realm, this earth, this this 3D world has to offer. And as a part of that, yes, there is great sex. That is part of it. It is not the totality of it. Tantra is all about you um, really understanding the truth of who you are. you, You deal with your shadow side, you deal with your traumas, you deal with the things that are holding you back. And you also learn how to do that through pleasure. You also learn how to do that through connection with yourself and through other people. So it's really broad. It's a very beautiful practice. I, I, I understand. I understand. And when you said that, I thought that was beautiful. I just thought of, you know, getting into something that you fear and that being the only way that you can overcome, you know, mm-hmm. these obstacles and challenges, you have to face the giant. And so um, I, I just, I love that. Uh, so yeah, I want to, I, I want to get into Tantra yoga. I definitely do. And just in the deep breathing and the connections like that happen before you even touch, you know, eye gazing, things like that. Like, I think that yes. that will be so beautiful and it's something I never do. <laughs> so, you know, why not experience and see where that takes you? Love it. Um, another thing I found interesting, you, I just, this, I just want to let my listeners know, uh, Maisha is the queen of sensual content. Okay. Like, <laughs> thank follow you. her <laughs> on Instagram. I'm going to tag it in, in the, uh, comments, but she just gives out a lot of good free resources on her page. Um, and I, there's just so much there. So do yourself a favor and follow her. Um, but another thing I found interesting, you were talking about, uh, depurifying, well, that was my word, but kind of just like unpacking virginity um, mm-hmm. or the word virginity and asking why do we as a society, why are we even giving purity status 
to sexual activity. Um, and that, that was a conversation that came up in a clubhouse room. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Yes, virginity, which only seems to apply to women. Like people don't really talk about men's virginity or their purity uh, outside of like certain churches, you know, but it always seems to be focused on a woman and that being our value. And to me, that's... To me, it's it's so much, it's not any different than a form of prostitution. And I have no issue with prostitution. I don't right. have any problem with sex work, but people who espouse the the value of virginity do. And I'm like, but you're putting a value on the pussy. Like, yeah. you know, what is it yeah. that you're doing? Um, it doesn't sound any different. So virginity was not a thing. It was never a thing. Uh, even it's, it, there's not, and I had to do a little research for myself. There doesn't seem to be a Hebrew word for for virginity or for a virgin, it meant a maiden. It was a young woman. It did not refer to her sexual activity. Wow. It referred to her age, mm-hmm. and 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 then the assumption became, or when those when those teachings and those stories were taken over by um, the European factions, and they had their own agenda of what they wanted to do. All of a sudden, virginity has to do with the woman's purity, and that had to do with her value and her status, and whether she was respectable or not. It was also a way to track um, inheritance, value, land, right? Because right. before, in other societies, societies were very—they weren't necessarily matriarchal or patriarchal. I mean, some some were matriarchal, right. but there wasn't because it was communal. There wasn't as much of a concern. All children were taken care of. Period. End of story. But when you start getting into ownership and a more individualistic way of thinking, people wanted to know what's mine is mine. And so then there's this idea that, well, I need to know that those kids are mine because I'm not giving to somebody else who's, you know, whose kids aren't. And so we need to track that. So now a woman can only be with one man where in some societies she was with multiple men and, and everyone was, was loving. And now we also have to ensure, to ensure that, let's also teach her that she must be a virgin in order to be valued, in order to get married so that she's not sullied. And it was also seen as a way of safety like to keep a woman safe, you need to be under the covering and the protection of this man. And so you should hold yourself until you got to be with this man. Again, it's, if someone chooses of their own volition that they're saying, I'm not, I don't want to have sex until I think that that's a beautiful thing. We all should have choice, but if people are doing it because they are looking to be respected more or less, I think there's a problem when our respect is tied to our pussy. Uh, I, <laughs> if that's not an unveiling, I don't know what is. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like really, really think about it as a woman. It's, it's this one body part that determines how you should be treated. Really? Not your, and it's, it's a body part, like your arm, your legs, yes, yes, you know, you don't yes. have a hand. Should you be treated as less than? I literally remember, I'm not going to say where, but growing up in church, <laughs> I was given an analogy about purity and I was told that my body was like a birthday cake um and when I get married it is my husband's birthday and not yours uh, <laughs> not yours come on it's my husband's birthday not mine and I'm presented and who wants a cake with missing slices Ooh, wow. Wow. Oh, 
Like, why is my purity, why is my sexual um, activity being talked about in church? Like, why are we even talking about this? (laughs) (laughs) I remember thinking that as a kid, like, this is strange. Like, we are grown people. I mean, you guys are adults. Why are you having this type of conversation with a child? Um, Mm. But nevertheless, um, so it definitely resonates. It's definitely an issue. And um, I I noticed that there was a lot of tension. So when you talk about like unraveling all of that uh, trauma and getting through to that, those are things that have to constantly be shaken off. And even when you think that it's off, you know, something may re-trigger it and it shows up again. So when you talk about healing modalities, something that you integrate into your lifestyle, um, so that it's, it's a continuous work, you know, um, but yeah, like even being married, being told so much over and over again, that your body belongs this way or looks this way and you can't do this and that when you do get married, you don't, you still kind of locked up. You still mm-hmm. kind of feeling like, okay, even though I'm married and now it's technically, okay, you signed the papers. Okay. Now, it's oh, okay. now you're supposed to be all free. <laughs> now it's okay. After. So yeah, no. so get loose. And it's like, uh, doesn't it doesn't work, work that, that way. way. It does not work that way. And all that pent up, uh, pent up energy ends up really um, wrecking havoc on our bodies. And, you know, the, the, the prevalence of, of PCOS, fibromyalgia, fibroids, cysts, all these things, these are also energetics. And, and there's a, there's a repression and suppression of our sensual and sexual energy, which is our life force energy for us as women, that when it's not allowed to express itself, it becomes stagnant and stuck in the body, crusted over, hardened in places. And in and one of the ways, one of the ways, there are many different ways of healing these pieces, but one of the ways is to begin to allow to unravel that and allow ourselves to feel into that energy. It doesn't mean we have to go out and have sex. It doesn't mean we have to go out and have sex with a whole lot of people, but we need to allow the energy to express itself through us instead of trying to keep it like this. And most of us are doing that because we've been taught that that's what we need to do in order to gain respect. Or to keep someone. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sorry, just, or to keep a man. Yes. It's, 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 <laughs> Hey folks, I just wanted to take a quick break from the episode to tell you that the flow up is now on Patreon. I'm really excited about this. This is the first supportive membership platform that I've ever been on asking for your support. And I think you may want to check it out. I've got three different tiers, each named after my favorite crystal, of course, and they all come with a financial contribution that really helps keep the show up and running. Every month there's like licensing and production fees and keeping my show on its hosting platform and it just it really kind of adds up your contributions also help sustain me as a creator to help me stay committed to my creative work i would really appreciate you checking it out go to patreon.com backslash the flow up and check out what i have to offer y'all i'm going to be doing how i record the podcast bloopers deeper dives into some of 
the interview guests that I have. I'll be doing live streams of tarot, answering tarot questions, and also giving personal tarot readings right there in the live on Patreon. I'm also excited about doing special yoga segments and offering various videos to help bring flow back into the mind, body, and spirit. So these will all be on the different tiers. Go check it out. I'm super, super excited about it. If you aren't able to make a monthly contribution, you can go to Patreon and make a one-time contribution. Every little bit really, truly does help. So that's it. That's all. Support this show. Now let's get back into the episode. What is sex magic? Sex magic is, it's a fun way to say that it is the use of, I don't want to say the use, it is partnering with that sensual energy, that creative energy that flows through us in order to create a life that we love, desire, mm -hmm. want to make love to. Mm -hmm. that's, that's basically what sex magic is. I love that because I always say that this energy here, this could be used for something else. Like it's yes. so deep and energetic. I'm like, wow, this is, this carries me on through other parts of my life. And I can use this for my creative um, energy, my spiritual work. Like this can be, this can be tapped in because I know what it feels like when I familiarize myself with a particular energy, I can, I can still pull that I can control it. So yes. um I love that. I think that's some real stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's one of my, it's, it's, it's something that I have really utilized over the years and have learned how to not see it as a, as a commodity. Like when I first started out with sex magic, it was like, I'd be like, you know, like, you can make it happen, make it happen, make it happen, make it happen. Mm -hmm. You know, and then and then I learned how to move past that stage, which so many of us come into it with that. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna make it happen. To to learning how to flow with, mm -hmm. right, and how to really be in the creative process. So mm -hmm. I'm not using my clit and I'm not using my body, but I'm partnering with the energy that flows through my body in order to create. And it's actually stronger, and it's a it's a greater connection and allows for for more creation than the short little burst of something that you create and then you know it's gone yeah i <laughs> i love that and I, I i love when you just talked about the clip like you're like listen let's let's give a clear break for a second like you know we don't have to overwork her and uh <laughs> run her dry yes. uh, just to have a, a heightened experience poor um, thing she did just <laughs> exhausted close it's like i'm tired <laughs> <laughs> we got to do this again. All right, let's go. Let's go. Poor thing gets, and no real love outside of that. Like work right. for me, right? Do mm. for me. Yeah. Ooh, wow. <laughs> and we don't even realize how hard we are on ourselves and our body and our sensuality until we have these kind of conversations. And then it sounds so, it sounds so monstrous and you're like, wow, but this is exactly what it is that we're doing. Um, so I think this is a beautiful, beautiful practice. Are there any other ways that you can um, uh, tell our listeners about embodying sensuality? Any other um, lasting 
Yes. So the whole basis for like one of the, the core pieces of sensual energy alchemy is the idea of using our senses to bring, because that's what sensuality is. It's not the same as sex. Sensuality is really about absorbing and taking in the world and allowing your senses to experience things that turn you on, that bring out the, the erotic and bring out the arousal. And the reason why we want to do this as women is because when we're feeling good in a real space, not the cover-up space, right? Now I'm blessed. Do you feel blessed? Like, do you really feel blessed, right? When you're in that space, you're in a, in a space for greater creation and to really vibrate and bring to you what it is that you actually desire. So I always tell women, you know, you can, you start with your, your senses, however many it is that you have. But what is it? What it, what scents are you putting on your body? What smells good to you, right? What foods are you eating? What tastes good to you? And that goes into intuitive eating, where you're really eating according to what your body desires, not according to what your emotions are calling for, but what your body desires, right? So you're putting things in your mouth that taste good. Are you looking at things that that excite you? Artwork, flowers, which are touch, smell, and sight right? Are you watching things that really, not from a holy perspective, but are you watching things and taking things in through your eyes and through your ears that really help to enhance your personal energetic vibration? Are you listening to things that help enhance your energetic vibration? Like, look, I, I'll, I'll, I have a whole motivational playlist that has got some hardcore rap on it. Cause that that's what fuels me. Like when I want to get into like business beast mode type of thing, I will put that on. And then I've got my smooth jazz or my lo-fi hip hop that just makes me feel like, yes, you are in your body. So whatever it is that works for you, but bringing in all of your senses to allow your life to enhance itself. So I encourage women to first start, you know, go through your closet. What does it look like? Are there colors in there that really represent how you feel inside? Do you need some orange, some green in there? Mm. It doesn't look good on my skin. It doesn't matter about what it looks like on your skin. How do you feel when you put it on? Mm. Right? Because that's what's going to come out. Right? Um, you know, throw out shoes that you're not wearing. Stop, you know, buying it. I had a friend who made me stop buying really cheap underwear because that's where I was at. That's where I was at. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I teach from where I've been. Right? And it's like, well, I got, you know, I got the kids. And, and he was just like, no. No, she just, he's like, at least go to Target or something. Like, I'm just going to yeah, like a yeah, random yeah. little store, right? The $5. He's underwear. Like, right. He's like, you, it needs to feel good when you put it on. Mm. Right. And so now my underwear, yes. Like there's a, there's a, there's a bar. We don't go below that bar. Right. So you just start there and you notice how that begins to shift your mood just with, just with those things, with all of the senses. And then from there, you see what else, you know, what else wants to come into your life? Shout out to your friend, like <laughs> a former, a former lover, former yeah, lover. Okay. Okay. Cause I'm like, that, that's, that's a real friend right there. You know, yes. like, you know what? Let's up, let's upgrade it a little bit. I have a friend like that who's, who, who gets me together. Cause you know, I have my tendencies as well. Very frugal, very frugal. Uh, but we working on that. We're working on that. Um, yeah. Uh, bringing that luxury and romanticizing yes. uh, small experiences. Um, yeah, Ooh, so say that. Talk about yeah. the luxury. That, look, that's where I. That's where I'm at now. Yeah, me too. Is, is the allowance of that, right? You because there's so much of this. You know, it's like be grateful for what you got. 
and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a whole other level but mm-hmm. i think so many of us get stuck at be grateful for what you got yeah i got yeah. these yeah. crumbs yeah. I'm good. I don't yeah, need no yeah, more. Yeah. Oh no, no. I want all the more. I want yeah, so much more. Yeah, I want yeah. disgusting excess more because mm-hmm. the more I have, the more I can give. Yes. You know, that's where I'm at. Bring that. It's, it's both. Yep. It's, it's, it doesn't stop there. I love that. Yes. And I even love how the senses work and working with the senses is almost like the other side, the subconscious side of intuitive magic and work as well, because we think about uh, the elements a lot when we are preparing our altar, make sure we have air, something that represents fire and water. So then these senses is just like a whole nother layer to it. Um, that embodies you into the work and into the magic so I love that too it's like now I gotta make sure what am I smelling what am I tasting what am I and you know powering up you know this manifesting okay by the way do you realize I, and I know you might have to cut this because I don't know if no, I, yeah. or you keep it we are recording this on the new moon in the one month that has no retrograde planets oh really now I didn't know that second half to it Yes, ma'am. I did it. I didn't yeah. know that second half to it. Yes, but... we are. We are. We are recording this on the new moon, yes. the start of some things where all the planets are like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no, no blockage, straight, no blockage, no blockage. <laughs> it's all, the flow, the flow is <laughs> yeah, happening yeah. right now. And it's Women History Month. Like, listen, it... come on. <laughs> All the feminine energy is lined up. It's so live, and I'm here for all of it. I'm so excited about the spring. And I, I definitely have been in hermit mode, um, over the winter. So, um, this energy now and just having these awakening conversations with my body is just like, I feel more equipped to deal with this shit (laughs) in life, you know what I mean? Making sure I have all my tools so that I'm good. Uh, Cause they trying to kill me out here. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) You are in the natural flow that flow we're supposed to just keep we don't we, we don't live in a society that even honors the flow of our of our 28 to 30 day cycle right which i just learned how i mean decades of having my cycle and it's only been in the past couple of years that i've been like oh wow mm-hmm. is that why i'm really mm-hmm. tired or i'm mm-hmm. noticing my mood shift mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. now i incorporate that more and i'm like all right this is time to get it done let's get it done because i know right. You know, when that, when that one week right before happens, I need to just slow it down, slow it down. And even thinking about that, because I spent so many years just focusing on the one week and not those other three weeks that I'm still going through different phases is just not the, the menses phase. So it's like, just even being aware of this and using all of this, like you said, to your advantage, um, and your scheduling to it's, 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 it's a lot. And I'm, I'm, I'm very thankful for access to resources for us to connect and things like this, because it just seems like um, this is a really sweet time right now to make meaningful connections in spite of uh, yeah. what's happening. So I'm very, very thankful um, that you're taking care of yourself so you can show up to do all these things and, um, and give such powerful, important information so thankful so so thankful thank you (laughs) we need it we need it (laughs) trying to help folks shorten the time you know like if i can if i can clear a path a little bit more so it doesn't take someone else as long or helps them get to where they need to get to a little faster to me it's all worth it and it's like you kind of give me this queen of swords energy i'm sorry i'm just real i'm like I'm just saying because you are very direct and clear with your words. Um, You get straight to the point and it's just kind of like that 
not tough love. I hate that phrase, but yeah. it you can feel the love in what you say, but you get yeah. right to the point because you look, I'm gonna meet you guys where you at. If I make it sound nice and I make it sound pretty, you're not gonna listen. You're gonna keep scrolling. So I'm gonna get straight to the point. I'm gonna use all the words and we're gonna <laughs> talk about it. And I think it was a recent thing you put up when you was at Clubhouse and you said, well, if you wear your hair the way your ancestors wore their hair, <laughs> there wouldn't be an issue <laughs> when you go to the gym and work out and the reason why i'm saying is because women are dying in their 50s black women are dying in their 50s where they're, they're dying at shorter uh race than their grandmothers so you can feel the love in what you say but you don't play <laughs> when it comes you know, to we don't we work. don't we don't we don't have time to play this is you know I'll be honest. So I'm, I'm, and I, I forget how old I am. Like on a daily basis, I really do forget how old I am. <laughs> and it hit me that it's like, oh shit. Like I'm heading into like the crony years. Like, gosh, I, you know, I'm like, what? Cause I still, in my mind and my body, I still feel like I'm 27 and like, I don't know anything. Right. And in the melanin, so people forget too. And they're like, yeah, you're 48. And I'm like, I know, like, I forgot too. Uh, and so when I real, then I realized not, no, I don't have time to play. Like there is no time to play here. And, and, and I am so passionate about us understanding who we are because it's been too long of games that have been played with, with our sensuality, with our sexuality, with our emotions, with, with our power. And it's, it's just, it's just time for it to stop. And it's not going to stop because other people decide that we're worthy it's going to decide it's going to stop because we know that we're worthy and and like T'Challa said in Black Panther it's just we don't do that here <laughs> right and that's it like there's no explanation need people walk around like no it's a complete sentence it absolutely is it is we don't do that here because when we speak and we say that folks go oh oh mm-hmm. okay Right. There's nothing else. There is nothing else. And when we remember that we are the blueprint and this is a message that that I'm, I'm going to be always saying now, we are the blueprint. We are the descendants of the original DNA on this planet that birthed every other type of person that is here. We need to understand the power that flows through us, learn it, respect it and use it wisely. And that's on us. That's not on anybody else. And so, no, we don't, we don't have time to play because we are dying and we are forgetting and we are raising the next generation of children and we're not raising them to know the truth. So this is on us to do. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it. Y'all can do what you do. You can do what you do. This is what we going to do. <laughs> can't think of no other way <laughs> to, to drop the mic uh dock your yacht I mean <laughs> how can people connect with you what is it that uh, is there anything that you have coming up um, that people can subscribe connect learn grow get deep yeah <laughs> Yeah. So I don't even can, know what to say. I'm still on the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> well, people can connect with me on social media. They can find me under Maisha Kalfani or Sensual Energy Alchemy. Either, either or works. Um, I'm I'm there. Um, 
I have a membership group. It's the Temple of Sensual Energy Alchemy. And that is, that's where I do my teachings. Uh, I do them on Fridays and inside of the temple where, um, where folks can join in. I did open up a space for men. I just have to be very picky about the men who come in. Um, and very clear, they have to be very clear about why they are there. Uh, but there is a space for men within the temple who are, are looking to connect with their partners and looking to understand women a bit better because I understand that no one's teaching men about women and I get it. Uh, so the membership group is, is where I'm based. And within that membership group, I also have two other memberships. One is called Sovereignty, where it's really about us releasing these psychological chains um, that have been put on us through our ancestry here, especially in the Western Hemisphere, so that we can actually be the powerful women that we are meant to be. And we can release those stories that have been passed down to us from generation to generation and, and begin creating something new. So that's called sovereignty. I had a friend ask me, she's like, what's sovereignty? Like, and I realized this is a word that women don't know right. what it means. And so for anyone who's listening, sovereignty means to be your own authority. You are sovereign. You are your connection to the creator. You have your direct line to what needs to be told. You do not need a mediator or an intercess intercessory intercessor. I didn't grow up in a church. So you don't need a middle person. You have a direct connection and a direct source, uh, direct connection to the source that flows through you. And so I teach about sovereignty and owning your power and being responsible for that power so that you can create what needs to be created in this world that you are living in. So that's also housed within the temple of sensual energy alchemy and those, those, and, and clubhouse. Clubhouse, <laughs> get on clubhouse. You got you. If you don't do anything else, you have to get on Clubhouse. I think the last Clubhouse room I was in um, that you uh, hosted, you were I forget um, you had a special guest. And I'm sorry, um, I forget um, her name, but she was a beautiful soul talking about uh, tapping and oh yes and yes. how um how you can access that if you if you need just a quick dosage of uh release yes. and that that was just a really really good conversation um I remember that and I was like how can I connect with her and she was saying I thought it was interesting that she only works with men or she prefers to yes. work with men um yeah. to be there so I, I also thought that that's cool and I think it's also cool that you stayed on your website that hey this is a space that's open for men because you may be experienced some type of repression or anything like that but I like how you're very very particular about um who comes in so uh, we're all just trying to heal it takes it takes yes. it takes all of this it um, does it takes a village mm-hmm mm-hmm and that's and that's okay. And and our and you know we're kind of stuck between our mentality, which is communal, just our natural state is communal. But we're also living in a society that's that's quite individualistic, and so it's balancing, you know, my wants and needs and desires within the framework of the family and the community, and it's a it's a bit of a tightrope. It is. It is. It really, really is. It's like, um, real quick, I'll just mention this. I was, um, I was doing some reflective work with yoga and I was thinking about how monks isolate themselves so they can practice um, non-attachment. Mm. 
mm-hmm. and they put themselves in nature, surround themselves, detach themselves from relationships, and just completely um, live this lifestyle, which is a beautiful practice. But what does that say to us who are still trying to have this non-attachment practice in the world, in society, maintaining relationships, doing all this shit? It's like that says something about us and the things that we need to do in order to keep ourselves sane and well. So, um, Ooh, sane and well. <laughs> Y'all can have my mind now. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. If my if and when my mind starts to go, it's like I'm good. You know, yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, totally. I need that part. <laughs> this has been such a pleasure. I knew it would be, but it's been more than what I anticipated. Thank you again for taking time out to speak with me on the flow up. Um, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. And oh, I, I'm definitely locked in to the Sensual Alchemy Academy. So <laughs> <laughs> you'll see me around for sure. This definitely will not be our last conversation. I, I this has been so, this has been a really great conversation. I plan on coming back to listen to this because there's some things that came out of my mouth that I was like, yes. Oh, this new moon in Pisces. Yes. Like, come on with it. And I couldn't take notes. So I'm yes, going back to yeah, listen. So I could, I could take notes on what the fuck I said. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at the flow up. You can even follow my personal page at dreadlock yogi. That's D R E A D L O C K y-o-g-i and connect with me further slide in the dms the dms are open i love to chat with listeners also you can go to my website theflowup.com to shop floor water to listen to more episodes of the podcast to book private readings with me just just to get a vibe come connect with me there also don't forget to check the show notes for all the resources mentioned in this episode and i will see you guys next week peace and be well